All right, this we got we got some improvement here. That's all right. Because <laughs> they've done so much bad. They have. They've yes. not done bad. They just assume they've done bad. <laughs> Basically, it's, it's like it's like my dog. <laughs> Whenever like a balloon pops, she assumes she's in trouble. <laughs> it's like they're gonna get me. Like we've we've like we've treated that dog like royalty, but as soon as like like thunder strikes or like a dog like or, like someone accidentally steps on her, she's like, I knew it. And so like they just assume that they that, that they had somehow like done the wrong thing because they were so good at doing the wrong thing. And so like they they go back and they like they bow down to him again, and he sees Benjamin, and it might just be like he recognized that's the one that looks like me, yeah. you know. And he he says, is this is this him? And he has his he has another emotional moment. Said, let's have lunch. <laughs> no, no, that's not the emotional moment. That's that's just him inviting them to lunch. Yes. But yes, when he sees Benjamin, he does what you should expect Joseph to do by now when he sees his family, which is run into the other room and start crying. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Joseph does. He's like, I miss being family. It's, it's happy crying, don't worry. But yeah. still it's crying. Sure, 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 sure. And so uh and so like, you know, he he has his moment, comes back, and you know, he's Joseph again. And uh and, and, and then wait, wait, wait. I just want to read this because it's fun. Oh please. So he sees Benjamin. Is this the youngest brother that you told me about? He said, may God be gracious to you, my son. And then he ran out because he was deeply stirred over his brother, like deeply moved over his brother. And he found a place to cry. And he went into his chamber and and wept there. Then he washed his face and came back out. (laughs) Awfully detailed. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Awfully detailed. <laughs> There's some of those you're like, these seem like unnecessary details, but okay. And and then he's saying like "Angel" by Sarah McLaughlin, and you know, then <laughs> he blew his left nostril, then he blew his right nostril. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they served him by himself, the brothers by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because Egyptians could not eat with Hebrews, for that is detestable to Egyptians. The men who had been seated before him in the other, in, in order of their ages, from the firstborn to the youngest, and they looked at each other in astonishment. Wait a second. How did he know? How did he know our birth order? <laughs> like, what does he know? And then, and then so, he fills their sacks with grain. Yay! And puts we got their food. Money, puts their money back in their sacks wait, again. Wait, wait, what? There's again. Silver. And then. Wait, wait, we're not done yet. No, he, let's just not mention this part until we get to the until we get to the okay punchline. Okay, okay. okay. So the brothers, yeah, the brothers are leaving. Everybody's happy. Everybody's reunited. We're good. They get all the grain. They get the money in their sacks again, which by now is getting a little old they really wish this guy would just take their money and they go off later that day the head of joseph's household catches them like tracks them down and catches them on their way out of town Uh and says what have you done why are you stealing my master's stuff spies uh, thieves yes (laughs) spies thieves scoundrels whoever you are stop right now they're like what are you talking about Stop with the name of the made-up charges. <laughs> it's like, we we even told you about when we didn't steal the money. Why would we now just go steal stuff? This doesn't make any sense. He said, nope, you stole my master's silver goblet that he uses to do sorcery. And they're like, what are you talking about? It's like, we're going to search your stuff. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so everybody gets like their bag down and opens it up. And he's like, nope, not in there, not in there, not in there. He's just going down the brothers from oldest to youngest. He finally gets to Benjamin. At this point, you feel like the brothers are like, thank you, can we go now? Yeah, right. And he opens Benjamin's, and sure enough, 
The silver cup in question was right at the top of Benjamin's stuff. <laughs> and they'll just go like... This was an uh, FML moment, if ever there was yes, one. Yes, yes. And they're like, Dad, Dad. They were just like, oh. <laughs> so you're like, Simeon, who has been in prison for like nine sacks of grain time, like... Guys, I'm not staying this time. <laughs> I'm not going back. I'm not going back. You can't make me go back. <laughs> they got this weird thing about shaving. <laughs> yeah, like... and and, uh, and so like they, they they bring him back, and you know, and so Joseph starts reading them the riot act, riot act, riot act, riot act, and then the guy who has been the absolute turd of the brothers, the ringleader of bad. That is to say, Judah. That's Judah. He does a new thing. Instead of trying to save his butt, he decides that he's going to put his butt on the line because he knows exactly what's going to happen. And he tells the entire story. Like, if you ever seen someone so desperate for things to turn out differently, they tell you their entire life story in 30 seconds. He summarizes the last 20 chapters of Genesis in 17 verses by telling you exactly what happened back home and coming back again. And like, and we ate this sandwich, we ate that sandwich, and we ran out of sandwiches. Then my dad was like, but you can't leave Benjamin down there. And then he's, he said, if I come back without Benjamin, he will die. It will literally kill my dad. Yes. And so he says, okay, take me. Yes. <laughs> he didn't say like, take Simeon. You're used to him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, take me. And so he actually stepped up to volunteer to be the replacement for his brother. At like the first virtuous act we actually see from Judah in the entire recorded history of his life. And that's what breaks it for. I say it, and you should be able to guess by now what, what Joseph's reaction is. I'll give you a hint, it has to do with crying. <laughs> no, it's just crying. That's it. That's what it is. So he he says to all of his servants, like, get out, get out. I just want to be alone. And they all leave. <laughs> it's time for the boss's alone time again. That's right. Alone time with these complete strangers. <laughs> and then he breaks down and starts crying and says, I'm Joseph. How is, my, how is dad? Is he okay? You were just telling me that you're, this is going to kill dad. Is he okay? Otherwise, like, is he got heart problems? What's going on? And they, like, it's funny because it doesn't explicitly discuss their reactions that much. But, like, Joseph asks questions. And there's no reaction from the brothers. Yes. Like, there's no response. And then Joseph asks more <laughs> questions. And they're still just like, what is going on? <laughs> like there's several verses where Joseph's like just asking questions and there's no response. Asking more questions and there's no response. And you're just like, you're just like you get the impression that they are standing there just like completely shocked and confused at yeah. Well, this was unexpected. Yeah. Uh, like floored, absolutely floored. Uh, and like, like the, you see we thought like, you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> we thought you was a toad. <laughs> if you get that reference, you're you're old. You're old. <laughs> uh, but but like, yeah, they're they're going through the entire history of what they have done to this man. You know, they like sold him and like all of these years, and then we came to him, and then he did the whole time, the whole time, the whole time. You know, like 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 thinking like. But like, when how we could wait back, a second? This yeah. is the m- basically second most powerful person on earth right now. Yeah, uh, and we sold him into slavery. Right. It's so like if we move, he could kill us and like and be ju- totally justified. Yeah, and and he he looks a little emotionally uh, unbalanced, <laughs> which is fair. Which is fair. We we did that. That's our bad. That's our but but not really. I like like. Are you over? Are, 
are we okay? <laughs> yeah, so silence is probably the best option for them at this point in time, just because they're like, we could die. And so, hey, bring the whole family down here. Bring them to come live here. Yeah. And now everybody's crying and there's hugging and it's, it's a very emotional reunion. Very Hallmark movie moment. Very, yes. very much so, yes. yes. So they, they go get dad. Yes. And, and dad is... Interestingly, a little bit hesitant to leave the promised land. Yes, which is kind of interesting. But eventually, he comes. Yes, but uh, like, you have to. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. But he, but he he gets like he gets favorite times two, right? Because like he's pretty sure that he's just lost favorite number Benjamin, two. Yeah. And, but he's like he's about to get favorite number two back with with the bonus like reception back of favorite number one. This is one of those like not in the Bible, not really the point of this story, not really important to big scheme of things anyway, but just for fun. Picture the brothers going back to talk to Jacob about this and be like, hey, dad, guess what? So remember Joseph, <laughs> your favorite? The one, yeah, the, yeah, the one that was eaten by lions. Yeah, that one. I, I know, I know, I know. His coat is still there over the mantle. We all know. So um, funny thing. What happened? Turns out he's not dead and he's basically ruling the world. Yeah. So, so how about that? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, like you know, you know, like the the thing you hung his uh, his his coat on. You know, your your favorite mantelpiece. They, they, remember how that cost about thirty pieces of silver, and we said it was it was almost as valuable as having Joseph back. So what what had happened was that um, that's actually what Joseph was yeah, worth. It was, it was exactly as valuable as having Joseph. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if we sold him now, he'd actually be worth more, right? Probably. I mean, yeah. he's the second most powerful man on the planet. Right. You, can, you can only. Imagine what you'd get for him these days. A silver cup. <laughs> that just hurts. Wait, that's what the youngest is worth. <laughs> so they 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 move there, and um, so we 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 actually get some genealogy stuff. We do. Oh, also funny thing that's just like I well, I guess we can call it a dad joke. Yeah. Like the when Joseph reveals himself. He gives gifts to his family, including he gives them all fancy coats. And nice. <laughs> he gives them all new clothes. And you're like, I see what you did there. I, I If I was him, I would have put like an image of a tiger or like some like wild animal and just like a little like some red threads in there just for funsies. <laughs> like too soon. <laughs> but um as a as an epilogue, like there's a bunch of epilogue here where it's, it's like the story wraps up as it goes to an end here in the, in the book of Genesis. Uh, but in chapter 47, one of the things we run into is um, uh, in verse 13, it says there was no food. However, in the whole region, because the famine was severe, both Egypt and Canaan wasted away because of the famine. Joseph collected all the money that was to be found in Egypt and Canaan in payment for the grain they were buying. And he brought it to Pharaoh's palace. When the money of the people of Egypt and Canaan was gone, all Egypt came to Joseph and said, give us food. Why should we die before your eyes? Our money is used up. And so he started collecting livestock and land. Yeah. And, and there, this is, for whatever reason, this is basically like giving an explanation for the Egyptian forced labor system. Yes. That built most of the monuments you're thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know where the power of Egypt came from? It came from this Jew. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Which is going to be even, f- like, not funnier, but even more ironic when you get to Exodus. Yes. <laughs> like, own goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, like but, but the reason Egypt becomes so powerful 
is because of Joseph, and and Joseph was doing exactly what he was meant to do, which was to, which, which was to, uh, enrich the people who he would work for, and make the land successful and better. And once his whole family comes, Pharaoh says, "Hey, you guys are shepherds. Pick some of your brothers. Like you're really good at stuff. Pick some of your brothers who are good at this. Put them in charge of like shepherding my stuff." Yes. So yeah, like this is the Jews, sort of. Blessing the entire world, because at this point, Egypt is, you know, the most powerful thing on the planet. So it's, yes. it's basically the whole world. And so you've got that whole thing. And you've got that happened right after the sons of Israel, as we call them, like, had decided to move from doing their own thing to doing things like you keep seeing the people following God doing. Yes, Where they're exactly. suffering on behalf of others, and they're taking the hit so others can be blessed. Yeah. Like... Yeah, and so uh, we we get we get another epilogue here, which is like the the favorite, the the, the favorite status of Joseph continues just a little bit longer, uh, in that um, when uh, when when uh, Jacob is beginning to wrap up at the end of his life and starting to look at settling his affairs, and you know he's he's about to pass on into the uh, the, the the great after, um, he designates Manasseh and Ephraim, two of Joseph's sons to actually receive Joseph's inheritance, but to receive them equally, not like split between the two of them, but as if they were equal sons yeah, like uh, they to, to their sons. uncles. Yeah. Exactly. And so yeah, it's just one, one more moment where like, like Joseph gets just that, that, that one little extra. And for me, that's, I, I, I don't know why, but it's like, it's, it almost like completes the idea of the birthright that Jacob stole once upon a long ago. And maybe, maybe that's what he's like giving them is Esau's. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> wherever, wherever that man may be. <laughs> well, actually, we know exactly where that man is. We, we got his genealogy. We, we know exactly yeah. where his, where his family was. Uh, and, and so just, this is just for fun. Well, we'll, we'll do this in a second. Before that, so at the end of Genesis, we have a guy who's, him and his family are worshiping God the way God is supposed to be worshiped, and that's being expressed through their lives, which are bringing blessing to the whole world, and especially their, like, especially Joseph is in charge of the taking care of the growing things. It's like, and this is, again, the Bible is not trying to be super subtle about this. Like, this should... You should be getting flashbacks to, like, Garden of Eden stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I, <clears throat> we're 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 zooming over a lot of stuff. Like one of them is like the big blessing that, J- that Jacob speaks over his sons. Yeah, like <laughs> as as blessing is in scare quotes here. Yeah. Some of these blessings are like you're a scoundrel. Moving on. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> but uh, at at the very at the very end of it, you know, Jacob dies and um, Joseph cries. And um, shocking, right? And uh, he has him embalmed because he's an Egyptian. Why and not? then they go and bury him back in the promised land at the cave that his grandfather bought yep. a long time ago. <laughs> the first part of the promised land that the Jews get, the the part that's like a little image of mini image of Eden, like that whole thing. Yes, exactly. My favorite part about that story uh-huh. is that Joseph, like when Jacob dies and says, "Hey, take me back to the place you just described," and and bury me there. Joseph goes to Pharaoh and says, basically, hey, let me and my people go into the wilderness to do this thing we promised to do, and then we'll come back. Uh-huh. And this Pharaoh says, 
yeah, sure, okay. Yeah, yeah. And and so <laughs> and so they go and this huge like bunch of Egyptians cuz Joseph is a big deal, like go with them to the point that like where they stop off before that final leg of the journey, the locals start calling it like that place the Egyptians cried a lot. <laughs> and <clears throat> Yeah, so like when you turn the page from Pharaoh's perfectly okay with Joseph and everybody leaving, to go do something and then coming and then they, they do come back yes. and they continue blessing Egypt. Yes. It's like you turn the page and now you're in Exodus where the Pharaoh is not all about that. Yeah. It's like the, the contrast is just like slapping you in the face. Yeah. Well, and like it, yeah. And, and we're, we're going to completely shift gears going, yes. going into Exodus. Uh, this, this finishes out the, uh, the, the book of Genesis though, the first book of Moses and it poetically finishes it in a garden the, the, the same way that it began. It, it began with uh, with people in a garden not doing what they were like, not ultimately not doing what they're supposed to do, but it finished with the people that God chose blessing the land because they followed His plan and they followed His plan in the way that they were meant to, uh, making making people live, making them live better, and making them live excellently. Uh, so this this closes out Genesis for us. Send us those questions. We're, what we're going to start doing? We're gonna we're gonna do a couple of like just like hot topic items. So send us your questions. I had a former student who's been listening in, and he sent me four really goofy questions. And you have to understand that that was just the way we related because that's the kind of mentoring relationship we had back in the day. Probably not shocking anyone who's listening to this. One really good question. So we'll we'll get into that. And so if you have your questions, send them to us. The things you want us to discuss, we're also going to dive into a couple of topics like uh, what are the messengers? Who were the uh, the people that came to talk to people? Were they angels? Were they were they God? Strangers keep showing up. What's up with that? Yes. And so uh, and so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll tackle that a little bit and a couple other things, too, along the way. And then we will get into the book of Exodus and talk about how we take people from slaves and turn them into uh, God's promise. Yeah. Exodus is... Has, it's basically the lens through which you read the entire Old Testament and most of the New Testament. Yeah, I, so it's, it's kind of a big deal. A lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's referenced a whole, whole, whole if you, lot. If you get Exodus, all of a sudden, a lot more of the Bible makes sense. There we go. So, in any case, we will we'll have to the sort of we'll figure we out how pin to the talk. tail on the donkey. Oh, pin the, hmm. not in this room. I, you know, there actually might be a donkey in here. <laughs> Speaking of missing donkeys, from deep inside the costume cave, we are the Unimposters podcast. I'm Damien. And I'm Andy. We'll talk to you next time.